The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. What are you saying? You're yelling over the music over there. Did you know that um, when we play music, they're all on separate tracks? So if Eddie wants to cut out our audio while it's playing, he can. So it's not actually recorded. People didn't know I was yelling over the intro music, but I was. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Monday. I tell you, talk about the least, <laughs> what is it called? The most underwhelming open to a podcast oh, ever. Just buckle up, though, because we're about to get into a topic that's just uh, polarizing is the only word I can think of. Polarizing, uh, heated, hotted. People on Facebook, half of them don't even understand. We have a 50,000 member Facebook group. 56.8 or 46.8. Not there yet. Most of these people don't even listen to the podcast or know we have a podcast. It is funny that, yeah, the majority don't seem to even know. Yeah, I make a statement on the podcast and all of a sudden these clowns come up from, they're not even clowns. Most of them are good people. Nice people. I said last week in response to one of your questions, it was how important are these facets of the hobby, one through ten, Breaking, I gave a 10. You did. I gave very clear and reasonable explanation as to why I thought that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think product has become so expensive. It gives people easy entry. People, you know, it's you get to be part of a community. You're just ripping cards with other people. It's a fun way to do it. You get involved in different mixers. You can chase just specifically your team or your player. I stand by what I said, by the way. 10 out of 10. I think breaking is crazy important. But somebody, was a guy's name Jet? I remember being a cool man. Yeah, Jet Thomas. He asked questions in the mailbag a lot. I liked his post. That's why I approved it. But the post was basically like, hey, this is what you said last week. Kind of here's his response. And then it was a, it was actually, there was a ton of engagement on this post. So I told Jesse, this is our opening little rant today. Because his whole thing was that he basically just wanted to hear other people's take on it. You know, I, I understand that hobby breakers are one thing. He kind of separates hobby and retail, which I, I'm okay to do that. I, I don't I don't actually mind that either. Well, and you clarified in your comment, too, about retail, didn't you? Like retail yeah, like versus hobby. Yeah, if you're hobby. just flipping in, in retail for that case, I'm not a huge fan of it. But most guys we know and most guys on the app and other places I see them do it, there's hobby and retail. So you get exposure to more boxes, more packs, more hits, and you get exposure to hobby and retail. So it okay. brings the price down. I still think that's very important, though. But not everybody thought the same way, and no, that's and why we're going to cover a few of those comments. Yeah, Jesse's got some I'm going to read and react to. My biggest thing is this, though. Please stop with the whole... Well, if we didn't have breakers, boxes wouldn't be as expensive. Dude, singles are expensive now. 
That is because boxes are expensive. Boxes are expensive because singles are expensive. The two are linked. So all these guys whining about expensive box prices, well, if box prices come crashing down like that, guess what? Your single values will also come crashing down. And not to mention, the ship has sailed. Flawless is never going to be a $2,000 case like it used to be. That That is gone. It's never going to happen. That's a good point, though, going back to, like, the chicken and the egg. You don't think that Dude, one came before the cards, other? Dude, we're not food. Oh, okay, dang good. it. I'm off topic again. Now, the singles versus the wax, like, you don't think one com- comes before the other? You think they're just, just ultimately correlated and one goes down, why. the other goes down? I'll tell you why. In 2019, it got crazy because it was wax and singles. Prism is unbelievably hot. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, singles take off. 2020 pandemic time, it was, hey, everybody's going back to chasing their singles, and now those players are more expensive in current product. Singles went up first, but inevitably, they are linked. Okay. I don't want to get into your lunch menu chicken talk, <laughs> but that is just the case. The other thing I don't want to address a whole ton of, well, breakers are worthless anyways. Breakers are stupid. Like this guy, Gary. I'll be honest with you. That's not really an argument either. So. I, I don't think that Gary's ever contributed. Gary's probably a fine guy. He never listened to the podcast, I would guarantee, and he has nothing useful to say. Like if if you are scamming as a breaker, totally worthless. If yeah, you are scamming sure. as a reseller of singles, you are a worthless person. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm saying breakers who do things the right way, who build a community, who have you know competitive pricing, actually offer a service. Like what are we talking about? Breakers are worthless. It's just a lazy take. I is. Yeah, I, I is. Uh, Will Macklin, same thing. You're a breaker. I'd expect this kind of take. Wait, I, I thought I was going to break. Man, I'm you fired got, up. You got fired up. I'm not even drinking Monster. I'm drinking Diet Pepsi. Uh, By the way. <laughs> what? Is Wait, Jersey, why are you drinking Diet Pepsi? Dude, That's a weird thing. Okay, 10 out of 10 subs at Jersey Mike's. Pepsi over Coke products? No, thanks. I'm so sorry. Um, it's a joke. You know what else was all Pepsi was Las Vegas. That place is a trash hole. To go back to your comment, Will <laughs> Macklin did say, uh, well, you're a breaker, so I would expect this kind of take. Hey, Will, I, I explained it very clearly, and it makes sense. You're not a breaker, so you hate breakers. Sorry you have a regular job, and I don't have to work like you do. Like, I'm sorry that you have to, you know, like, what do you want me to say? I, and I'm not a breaker anymore. Well, you were, you didn't start out full-time breaking. You still had part-time work until it transferred into this. I mean, and obviously, if people didn't want the pro- I here's my problem with it, and this is someone as, you know, green as I am in this hobby, uh, I thought that I had to buy a box of cards for forever, my entire life. I thought I had to buy a box of cards to get what I wanted out of it. To know that I could pay less and strictly go after the team I wanted. You want your Titans. I thought I thought that was a genius idea. I think in general, it's a very good idea. All right. One other question. How much do you weigh right now? Uh, Actually, I went up from last week. You know, it was like, hey, we were off for like four days, but I only went up three and a half pounds. Is the second number zero right now? Nah, it's a one. So I'm at 412. I was at okay. 408. Still I, down though. But I'm at, I'm still down. And honestly, this is still like the lowest I've been in 408 is your years. lowest since when? Uh, 408 is the lowest Pre-pandemic? I've been in at least three years. At least three years. I went back. I kept track of it for a long time. So impressive. It, okay. Um, you have any more comments on this you want to read so I can yell at people again? Yeah, I think there was just a couple comments. There is a there are some positive comments. So uh, Wesley Love says, I have no problem with breakers and distributors marking up 700% above Who is this? MSRP. Um, Who is this talk? I'm sorry. Yes. Wesley Love. Oh, I like Wesley. Well, I've dealt with Wesley for years. Uh, he says that it's highly concerning for long-term health, though. And at the end of the day, until the gamblers dry up, it's going to continue. I think it's kind of a sarcastic, but it, it is Fair a point, though, right? Prices yes. get marked up. The market dictates it. If it didn't, you'll see what you see now. Boxes mm-hmm. are still for sale on the Panini website because they're not selling at a high prices. So prices come down. 
That's a fair critique and criticism. Still important the breakers break them because again, now I don't have to go in and pay eight hundred dollars for a box of obsidian. I can buy into a break spot at twenty two. So this is an interesting point. So there's a guy, Tony Anthony. He has a very long comment. I'm not going to read it, but he starts off by saying, uh, breaking is good for the hobby. Too much effort spent on worrying about breakers making money. Correct. I do agree with that. By um, the way, that is, it is a business. I mean, oh, and that is charity. My, if you are making money doing anything, people hate you. When I was making money flipping cards, yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, you're ruining the hobby flipping cards. Then I made money as a breaker. Oh, well, breakers are ruining the hobby. Made money selling cases just like a little mini distribution, you know, doing like kind of my own distribution. Well, that's terrible. Now we make money off advertisements at times and off the podcast. And that's all oh, well, you're influencing. Anytime you're making money, I have I've found people are just going to take shots. Well, so this is the part I found interesting. The response to this comment, it's, uh, Brandon Nalban says, if there's anything worse than breakers, it's repack breakers. Brandon is a nice. I've talked to Brandon a number of times, too. He is probably more intelligent than me. It's one of the dumbest comments he's ever made. Again, in well, general, there are some though. I mean, no problem. I, yeah, but, but this that's, that's dude is super with active with our repack. Like he's active in my group and in Eddie's group. And so you see the repacks that me and Eddie put out. We put cards in at ninety to one hundred percent of the comp. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are different values. If I charge three hundred dollars for the box, some of them will have a hundred dollar card. Some of them will have a $900 card. However, with me and Eddie specifically, you have geo breaks and I can't talk about everybody's. We always have the value less than the total comping price of the cards. In other words, if you just came in and said, I'll okay. take every single box. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just spent 10 spots, 300 bucks a spot, $3,000. It's probably $3,200 worth of cards in there. So overall, you're coming out positive. Yeah, like we're not giving it away. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Now, if, you're, if it's a, there's plenty of crappy reproduct, repack products, I don't doubt well, that either. And he does go on to say that like, he he viewed this as a large number of people are going to be negatively affected when buying into those repacks. And I'm sure there are That's those true. guys out there that a large number of them are, but you got, there are certain breakers who try and make it where it's a more, maybe there's a handful where they didn't get their full value, where the majority maybe have gotten a little better than. So basically it's like the one third, one third, one third, a third of the guys are going to, are going to lose heavy. Yeah. Like out of 300 bucks. Uh, again, let's say there's a 15 spot break. Mm-hmm. Five of those are probably a hundred dollar card. Five of them are probably two to two fifty, which is almost break even. Mm-hmm. The other guys are going to make money. So a couple three hundreds, fives, maybe a seven eight hundred dollar card. Okay. The other thing we try to do, and I've done this with every one of mine, we usually try to throw in a pack of cards, just because it's something super cheap you can throw in, and maybe a guy hits it. And this happened with, with Jordan the other day on the app. Mm-hmm. He hit the Wander Franco auto out of five, I think. The repack itself was one seventy five. He got the worst box in the thing. It was like. I think it was two seventy. Oh, I saw this. It was like yeah. eighty or hundred dollars worth of stuff in there. But then he hits a three hundred dollar card out of a pack. Yeah. But yes, it's like anything else. You're not just going to spend your money and everybody makes money on it. Mm-hmm. I, but but there are there are plenty of good there as well. So I just get irritated with that take. Also, okay. I don't hate you, Brian. Um, that's I think that's a good coverage of that take because I think it is important and it is a very like we said polarizing topic. By the way, Tony Anthony had a couple other good remarks. Breakers don't break retail products for themselves; they do it for the customer. I don't think breakers want to break retail, but it's a lot. A lot of that's all the people can afford. That's pretty true. Some now yeah. some only do that because that's all they can get their hands on. But other guys, I do think that's hey, it's a cheap option. I've broken some retail in my career, and like that's why. Hey guys, we just hit you with Bowman Chrome for a week and a half straight, and the average cost was 120 bucks. Yeah, here's a retail break and a box of Bowman for 28. I mean, like, yeah, I, the fact I, that I can get into something cheap is a lot of times that's my other issue. Is like I don't want to go and spend a hundred dollars. That's right reason why I'm not buying the entire box anyway. 
Yeah. And then just other stuff too. Like a lot of guys commenting on the price of wax. It's like, that's true. And we get some allocated for cheap, but then you also have to supplement that and go out and buy it at market price. So you have to just cost average everything and say what you want. Like, Oh, it's not a real job. You're a breaker. Yeah. I worked more and harder breaking than I did with anything else. Any other job I've ever had. It's a ton of work. You're constantly responding to whiny people who don't make their money back at a break and are upset about it. You have a million messages a day to answer. You're shipping a thousand packages a week, literally a thousand a week. You're constantly worried about how you're going to get the next product. So it is a real job. Like, I don't understand this whole, you know, this thought of like, oh, well, that's why you're making the money. For plenty of years, we weren't making any money. I think at the end of the day, if you don't like it, don't. Be a that's part the of other it. thing. Don't join. These, the majority of guys who I saw with those responses aren't breaking. But that's it. They would Which say they would say to that response, yeah, well, they're the ones who are affecting the prices, and then we just go back in a circle again. So I hope they fall out of the circle. Just <laughs> jump. Okay. Um, rundown time. NFL review is what we're going to talk about for the next part of the show. Uh, big weekend for a few guys and uh, some weird turnouts and games. Uh, we're going to talk to our boy, Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United. He's going to talk to us about World Cup, hot products, maybe touch on a little Formula One. We do have new releases as well coming out this week. Um, I think Mike has a, some hot takes. And then your mailbag. That brings us to the big picture. See how I did? I didn't, I didn't normally. Gary made three other worthless comments. Oh, on that post and we're right, not I'm done. done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Don't ever listen to the podcast and leave all the social groups, please, Gary. Big picture. Transitioned. All right. NFL review. Uh, You have some hot takes on the Green Bay Packers. Don't tell me what I have. You don't have hot takes? Can I have a sip of your Pepsi? I'm I'm parched. You, you have there's a never been a world where you've ever shared any food or beverage with any person, has First there? First kiss with my girlfriend, Hannah, in the back of my Ford Ranger, the tailgate, sitting you on the tailgate. her lips to touch yours? At, at a Sonic restaurant here in Hendersonville. <gasps> this was... Do people know about this? Do 16 or? years ago. After that happened, she literally looked at me. She goes, by the way, we're sharing drinks now. Because until then, <laughs> I would official. not share drinks. There was... A, it was actually an interesting week. I'm not going to go over this whole thing. But there were some games that really stood out to me. First... I was halfway right. I said the Giants and Vikings are going to fall off the planet. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I still believe that. So the, hey. the Giants got beat by the Cowboys. They made a push at the end, but I watched almost that whole game. They looked pretty weak. Dallas is good, but it wasn't great. And the Vikings, I thought, should have lost to the Patriots. And that's at home. I do. I think the, I think the Vikings. Why do you say that? I watched the game. I did too. Why do you Why do you think they should have lost? What What did they do that caused them to win? That defense is horrendous. Okay. They got an unbelievably rare kickoff return for a touchdown. And I just thought a lot of things kind of fell their way, which is great. I'm not knocking that because I don't do the well if this happened or that happened. But when I watch that team, and then you watch Philly last night, Mm -hmm. I don't think the Vikings are going anywhere. I stand by what I said. I don't think the Vikings are going anywhere, nor do I think the Giants are. I do think, I mean, Mac Jones threw for what? Almost 400 yards in that game. 28 out of 39 completions. That's not bad. People are going to want to whine. And and no matter what he does, he's overpriced and we hate him. Mac Jones looked phenomenal this weekend. But I mean, Kirk Cousins also threw 30 completions out of 37 and 300 yards. But Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback. I know, but he's the best receiver in football on his team. I think it just goes against the point of you thought they were going to fall apart. I get there's other aspects of the team besides quarterback. They're not winning a playoff game. I think they will host a playoff game. They will not win. You just guarantee they're winning. That's great. Thank you. Tampa, another terrible loss. I, I mean. Yeah, I thought that we stopped the bleeding there because I, I, uh, I had to put in uh, old TB because Justin Fields was hurt on my fantasy league. And it, he did okay, but, man, it was, it was tough to watch he that game. terrible, yeah. 
Man, that team just... Uh, a couple interesting ones, though. The Jags beat the Ravens. Trevor Lawrence, 29 of 37, 321, three touchdowns. He looked unbelievable. And that's an above-average defense. It's not great, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. He looks phenomenal. Like, again, I, the first response is, yeah, but he's too expensive and this and that. I don't care. He's going to be a top five, top 10 guy for the next decade in the league. I feel the same way about Justin Herbert. 275 yards, three touchdowns. They come back and beat uh, the Cardinals. They're now six and five, still alive in the playoff on the, in the AFC. Herbert's another guy. I look at him like this guy is playing really, really well. He's in his third full season. We are expecting way too much. Yes, the hobby hype was too much for him to live up to, mm-hmm. but now we've so overcorrected where it's, oh, this is terrible. This guy's a joke. Looked absolutely phenomenal. Um, one other note that I want to get to those four players I mentioned. Well, two other notes. First of all, the Eagles are, I mean, that, that team is dangerous. Like uh, the Eagles might be coming out of the NFC. And if they don't, I think it's the next team, the Niners. So you have no qualms with, with the Eagles right now. I just wanted to make sure. Cause the, it seems like lately there's been a couple teams that have been performing well and they have well, they one bad, bad loss game. to the commanders, but the commanders have played real. I think the commanders won six out of seven games or something, which is so weird that they're, they're playing beating well. the record for Tampa, but Bay. the Eagles can score when they want to. And I thought the Packers played really well last night compared to how they have played mm-hmm. and the Eagles, you still held them off, whatever. Yeah, it was a much better game than I was expecting. The 49ers though. That is a dangerous team, man. If they had a real quarterback there, Jimmy just does. I, I just, I keep seeing that meme going around. It's like, it's like him smiling. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, when you're in a group project and you get an A and you did nothing to the, for the group, <laughs> that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, that's why I'm also so high on Trey Lance in the off season. Cause I just think he's going to come in and do at least a little bit more. Will he be back for the playoffs? Do we know? I know no, it's like an ankle injury or I think something he's out for the season. The I don't think he's come back at all this year. Okay. But that team is so unbelievably talented. You put him at the helm at quarterback, mm-hmm. I just think it's scary. So I was super impressed by them again. Uh, and yeah, they beat the Saints, but that defense looks phenomenal. They, they look good. There's a couple of players I think we have to talk about from a hobby perspective. I will start with the least attractive here. The Raiders. Josh Jacobs had 229 yards rushing, including what was it, an 86-yard, 85-yard run to win the game in overtime against Seattle. He's a 2000. Oh man, what, what year is he? Do you know? 19. 2019, mm-hmm. which is a pretty weak class, actually. That kid, he's already made a Pro Bowl. I believe he's leading the league in rushing now. He's going to be all pro this year. Playing phenomenal. Yes, he's not a quarterback. He's a running back, obviously. So pricing is affected big there. But like his rookie market is so stupid cheap. It's insane. I don't remember us talking about him do. like last year or anything like that. Never. And just quietly had a very good career. And it's not like his it's he has not been selling poorly. I mean, as far as he has 1400 for his two, uh, the pop count is 1400 for his 2019 prism PSA 10. It's selling for $36 right now to put that in perspective on the 24th, that card sold for $16 and $15. It just doubled over doubled in price. Yeah, I mean, so at this point, he's gone over 1,000 yards because he's already over 1,000 yards this year. Three out of four of his first uh, career years. The year he didn't was last year, 872 yards, nine touchdowns, plus 350 yards receiving. The problem is he's just gotten too high in pricing. I don't think you could buy him at this moment. That's the t- Correct. That is a tough part there. But And I also don't think that team's going to the playoffs, so it's like, what are you buying for? But if you look at the history over six months, he his whole – Buy sell is up one week down next week. So I mean, if you, I mean, conceivably wait another week. Reason I like him because I do think, man, at some point we start to look at this guy like he is having. He's going to have fifteen, sixteen hundred yards this year. It's crazy season for him. Mm -hmm. A lot like we saw with Jonathan Taylor last year. Except the Raiders are not winning that many games. 
However, I just thought that was a fascinating one. Um, yeah, who else on my Raiders list? are four and seven. Do they have like really any shot for the playoffs no, at this point? Bags. Okay. Um, next on the list, uh, Jordan. Uh, we don't, did oh, yeah. we talk about Jordan Love yet? Jordan no, we Love, didn't. Christian Watson. Yes. First of all, Christian Watson is unbelievable in the open field. Like that slant pass he caught from Jordan Love last night. Mm-hmm. Literally caught it like the 50 yard line, just ran past everybody. So this is six touchdowns in three games. I told you this kid two weeks ago was going to be phenomenal. You mentioned that. I'm not often right. What's weird is that his pricing has not changed all that much. He doesn't have like a lot out there, but I pulled up his, uh, I pulled up a couple of autos, but the one I've got up right now is his Christian, uh, I'm sorry, his 2022 black rookie patch auto out of 199. Okay. Sold yesterday for $51. Um, however, it has gone basically range between 30 and all the way up to like $60 in November 14th. So it's not like out of like the, the ordinary selling price range. Yeah. Like some of his other ones, his certified patch auto to 75 sold today for 75 bucks. Uh, his origins just on card auto number to 25 sold today for 69. Like he's selling pretty well, but I, I think I, Again, though, you kind of start to run into he's having a good year. He's having a great season. He's a little bit under um, coming out of nowhere, right? He wasn't super hyped up. At the same time, the Packers are now, are they four and eight? Well, that's the thing. He's on a losing team, essentially. Yeah, four and eight. And he's not a quarterback. So he's got two things against him as far as his card values go. Yeah. So that's he's one I would almost look to probably sell at this point because I don't know how much more upside there is. The exact opposite with Jordan Love. Is that your foot? Don't kick my foot. Again. I wasn't even moving my foot. Okay, calm down. Uh, now you had a totally different take. Uh, okay, so okay. so Jordan Love, I know that he came out, performed well right at first, but I was watching the last few plays of the game, and I mean, it, he wasn't awful, but it was just like he couldn't push to the next level as far as like getting them. Uh, what was it? They just needed. One more touch. They needed a touchdown just to tie well, it at that down, point. Well, he let him down the field. They were down 10. Yes. Leads him down the field. They kick a field goal. They can't recover the onside kick. But he threw the touch. I actually thought he looked really, really good. He had that back shoulder throw to Aaron Jones, who dropped it. I guess. I thought he looked pretty stinking good. I guess my issue wasn't so much that he performed badly. It was that, or because he obviously didn't. It was that more people were talking about Jordan Love than they were talking about Mike White. And I thought that deserved more attention. We've seen Mike White do this before, though. Mike White's had some monster games. I mean, Mike White is that's the other guy I want to talk about. He has fairly little going on as far as like history of gameplay. Like there hasn't been a, he hasn't played he had a the lot. Stretch last year, I think, where he went nuts. Mm-hmm. I believe he threw for four hundred yards one game last year when he came and he that's was injured. Insane. I'm pretty sure. But here's the deal with Jordan Love: the last time we saw him, he looked like he didn't belong in a football field. But now all we've been hearing is, oh, he's super prepared. He's learning how to play. Something was different. Aaron Rodgers even said, like, he's been taking the snaps with the with the first team guys because mm-hmm. Rodgers missed some practice time. And I would also think, I don't know. I haven't seen the actual Aaron Rodgers news. His hand's still banged up. Now he's got the rib injury. Mm-hmm. So you're four and eight. You're not making the playoffs. You weren't winning with Rodgers. Like, is there a big rush to put Rodgers back in at this point? I mean, at this point, like, if Jordan, I would like up? to see how Jordan Love performs. I'd love to, as a personal sports card lover, I want to see Jordan Love's values go up. Yeah, but even even just as like a, uh, I would think like the execs on that team's like, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Why? Yeah, we probably have a few more years of elite Aaron Rodgers coming off back to back MVPs. I know mm-hmm. he's having a bad season. How old do you think Aaron Rodgers is? By the way, I thought he was he in was, his forties. He was drafted. Well, he just likes to have the most. 
he likes to have the most hideous haircut of all time, first of all, like a homeless man who's been hit by a car. He was drafted in 05, 17 years ago. I'm going to say he's 38. 39. Well, he'll be 39 in a few days, I think. So how old is he? 38. 38. <laughs> I do. I think there's a possibility we see Jordan Love for a little bit of a stretch. And the second half of their season is a little bit easier than the first half. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think they're going anywhere. The difference here is if a quarterback comes out and plays good for a month straight, it's not, oh, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Who cares? It's, hey, let's load up on this guy now because next year it's going to be nuclear. I think we could see something weird happen with Jordan Love, which is interesting. He's a 2020 guy. That class is already absolutely insane. Now maybe you get a little bit of totally unexpected hype from Jordan Love. Okay. Talk uh, to going me, back to Mike White, though. Okay, Mike White. So if you look at their schedule, it's not bad. I mean, they've got the Jaguars coming up, but their next game is the Lions. So, I mean, I think Mike White had a lot of things going right for him. He's playing, playing what, the third-string quarterback for the Bears or something like that? So, I mean, obviously, he probably had a good uh, mental game going. It's like, oh, I'm going wait up against someone wait, who's not performing as well. You're saying they have an easy – you are totally wrong about that. Hey, okay, so that's why I wanted to Strength get your take schedule? on. Yeah, go to the schedule for that's the Jets. Brutal. At the Vikings, at the Bills. Wait, wait, wait. The Jets? Yeah, the Jets are at the Vikings at the Vikings next week, then at Buffalo. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm oh, I had the wrong schedule pulled out. I was like, I thought they had a really However, nice schedule set up. Having said that, is there any other secondary in the league you'd like to play right now than Minnesota? You don't know the answer, but the answer is no. Okay. Dude, Mac Jones just put up three hundred yards. Mike White might have that's what I'm saying with Mike White. He looked good this week. He might have an absolutely ridiculous week next week against Minnesota. Well, I mean the just his completion rate was excellent as well. And then uh, what did, he didn't have any interception. I don't know. I just thought it was. Are they seven and four? Seven and four. Okay. I hate doing this. But we're going to do it real quick. Bills and Buffalo, I'm going to say are losses. Seven and six. I think they can win the next two. Nine and six. Okay. Because you're playing at home against the Lions, home against the Jaguars. At Seattle, at the Dolphins, I think you split. I think they're playing. I think they're finishing 10 and seven and making the playoffs. But I think there's a couple teams there he could have absolutely monster games against. Like I said, I'd be shocked if he doesn't put up 302 touchdowns next week. Here's all I want to see is the next game. That's all I want to see right now. I and just want to see, you want to see if this was a fluke. It's not. He's done this before, but he's one of those guys. Can he do it for a whole year? And then the coach also came out and said, we've not seen the last of Zach Wilson. I'll decide when, you know, kind of that whole song and dance. So, um, okay. I don't know, I, I, but I am intrigued by my well, boy just because I think, again, I think that team's heading to the playoffs and he's playing a couple defenses that you're going to be able to put up some monster numbers against. So we didn't talk about this, but going back to Jordan loves pricing and then I'll go to Mike White's pricing we'll go to Jason Flynn. Yes, we will. Um, so Jordan love, he, I, I looked at some of his silver pricing. Um, Jordan loves mosaic silver was selling as back a 10 uh, as a PSA 10, like 50 bucks. It sold for $40 on November 7th. As of today, 85. That so, makes sense, right? You're going to reach. Glad I sold that prison PSA 10 last yeah. week for 35 bucks. <laughs> um, John Harden won that. Happy John. Now, Mike White. Mike White, I looked up. Uh, so he's got an optic what year auto. Is he? 19? Uh, he's 2018. Oh, 18. Okay. Uh, so there was a few different cards. I pulled up the auto out of 10 because there had been some that recently sold. So on, let's see, November 23rd, an ungraded, or I'm sorry, a graded PSA 10 of that card. Uh, four, this is numbered four out of 10 was $1,000 sold for a thousand dollars optic Mike white PSA 10 silver out of 10 Uh, out of 10. Okay. Out of 10. I'm with you sold for a thousand dollars as of today, ungraded out of 10, same card 
sold for a thousand dollars. I mean, what is that like? What do you think the ten adds to that? Two to three times, but that's also a weird card. To ten, the next one could sell as a PSA ten for eleven hundred. I wouldn't be shocked. It's such a rare card. Okay. Well, I mean, there were others uh, for that that were not out of ten that. I think it's he's more than doubled in price. Sure, I, I believe it. Again, a quarterback coming in on, on and in his Again, case, I'd, a playoff bound team. The only thing is, is what that means is it's not the right time necessarily to buy. But I have two other quick notes. I'm gonna let Jason in. Uh, I was a little late. I'm not gonna say I was wrong. A little late though. Lakers, your Lakers have won five out of six. I mean, did you see who was it? Uh, Westbrook with that head injury yesterday. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I'm happy for you. And then. Also, I want to mention one little quick app plug. Kenny hit the, I don't know if you saw this. Kenny hit the downtown. I, oh, I 70, saw that about so time. So Kenny's been running a bounty. Every break, he doesn't hit a That's downtown. He adds a hundred dollars. 74 hit, nights in a row <laughs> without hitting. Cause each one's he adds a hundred bucks. Oh, he does multiples on some days though. I think, right? Oh, maybe uh, not. Either way, so. 70, he paid the guy. He pulled a TJ Watt downtown. Mm-hmm. It's probably a $50. I don't even know what it's worth. Uh, and the dude who got the Steelers. So he just PayPal'd them alive on the spot. $7,400. Yeah. The guy mentioned, he even went to the Facebook group and posted it up. He said, PayPal'd in five minutes, $7,400 awesome. over to him. So, Card shop Evansville yep. doing all right. Card shop live is the app. There you go. All right. Let's talk about the other sport. The I, don't let, I can already tell you, I'm not thrilled with this. I have big news though for Jason. Oh, I, have, I wanted to talk about, he's been on TV recently. Okay. You can do that. Then I'll have mine. My news isn't as big. Jason, how are you? Hi guys. How are you? Oh, look, Go he's got internet. Jason Flynn, Sports Cards United, is joining us. Thank you, soccer. Jason. Cards what did I say? Sports Cards United? You is that not the soccer? same thing? Uh, how are you, Jason? Thank you for joining. You are a TV star now since we last talked to you? Uh, yes. On uh, First of all, great to be here, as always. I hope you're both keeping well. Uh, hey, last week, Answer the thing. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was big time in me. I could tell now that he's on TV. Um, <laughs> last week, uh, last Thursday morning, Mike's uh, looking Enzo at me so up. aggressively right now. It was just a joke, Mike. Let him talk. You're scared. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we went on a show called Ireland AM, which is like our version, I guess, of like Good Morning America. And uh, we went on and we opened some sports cards uh, live on air. Dude, I saw what clips of that. It was awesome. I couldn't believe that you guys got on essentially like national news. Yeah. Yeah, we opened a box of um so we had they asked us to bring our some of our collections. So we brought some wax, we brought some singles, and uh before the interview started, the uh, host asked if we would be able to open something live on air. And we wanted something with not that many cards and a lot of hits, uh, just to make it kind of look as good for the people at home that didn't know anything about what they were seeing. So we took the plunge and decided to open a Road to the World Cup National Treasures. Oh um, boy. Yeah, so that was about eighteen hundred. Uh, dollars worth of cards uh, live on air and um, we proceeded to open them uh, hit nothing in particular but we didn't obviously say that at the time we just kind of bigged every all the cards up <laughs> and uh, yeah and it was it was you could see on Enzo on I's face are painstaking to watch the the TV host go through the cards and kind of like just throw them down on the table oh. after you know <laughs> and we're like oh no please that's amazing. Well, that's got to be like super big though. Like, have you gotten a response from listeners or family or friends, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, we've had, we've actually got some sales uh, in Ireland, uh, which we just haven't had any kind of great track record of sales domestically here. And um, people have been emailing us and texting us and, or, you know, on, on Instagram and on Twitter and saying, I saw this sports card saying, what is this? How do I get into it? Um, so, so it's really exciting. 
Now, did you mention sports That's cards nonsense? Question. Yeah. I didn't. Hey, I didn't. All right. Sorry. So that was Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards. Don't say the name again. <laughs> Don't plug him again. I have big news. Bigger than your stupid TV news. Okay. We didn't mention that? I think so. Okay. This isn't even news yet. I just thought it'd be a funny point. I didn't know you had like a real opening. Oh, okay. <laughs> my wife. What is it? So my wife was like, hey, where do you want to be? Where are we going for our 15th anniversary? Not till next October, by the way, but she's a planner. Yeah. I have always said, I don't want to leave the country. I am very content in my little home base. I told her today I would settle for going to England and then we could take some, some train t- trips for the day. You know, Ireland France, is on an island though. Ireland, you can fly there. Pretty okay. easy, pretty easy you flight. You train, so I was just clarifying. Scotland. So I may be coming over the pond, across the pond as it were. Whoa, oh, you guys are going to meet up. If I come over there, we're ripping some product. Well, I'm going yes. on TV with you. Yeah. Another TV appearance? <laughs> Have you guys? Yeah, I'll bring you on TV. I'll say hi, everyone. This is this is Mike. Perfect. All right. So obviously the World Cup is huge right now. You were just on TV yes. talking. No one, I, no one cared about that news. Talking about the. I mean, it's a, no, that's okay. great. I, I'm looking forward to, to meeting you in person, Mike. And Thank maybe you. we'll get you to one of these European Wait. card shows while you're we over here. Met you, we, we met in person. I tell you, he's got a big Not head. Good. Amazing. We reached out the first time. I was like, "Yeah, real podcast. I'll come on." Now he's like, "I'm on TV. I'll see if I have time for you, idiots." Okay. I completely Where's forgot we had already met in person. God. It's been a big year, guys. I'm sorry. Wow. We're proud of you. Okay, get into your real talk. Go ahead. All right, World Cup news. Uh, where is the, what do you think about the USA? First off, that's, I think that's what a lot of our listeners want to know. Is there, do we still have a chance? And why is Pulisic uh, not? They have to beat Iran, I believe. Not, not a great guy. I, I don't know. I thought he was going to be great. I was watching the game. I was just underwhelmed, I guess. Um, but I think the, the USA had a, had a tough group uh, going into the World Cup. You have England, Wales, and Iran. Um, going 1-0 up against Wales in the first game presented a golden opportunity to get three points on the board. Uh, first things first, they uh, didn't manage that game well in the second half and let Wales back into it with a very, very silly penalty. Um, but then bounced back with a very good performance against England, putting them under a lot of pressure, got a draw there. So they're going into Iran, uh, the, the Iran game, uh, basically needing to win. Uh, so if you win, you stay in. If you lose, you're, you're going home. Um, and I think... That's about as good as a, a position as you could expect pre-tournament for the stage. It's okay. like, you know, if you, if you said to Craig Bearhalter, the manager, if you said, okay, last game of the group, you're going to need to win. Do you accept that pre-tournament? He would have said, yeah, every time. So okay. I think maybe Christian Pulisic has not been as impressive as some people expected because he is very good, but he's even, he's better than very good by the standards of U.S. soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's playing against the best in the world from every other country right now. So he's not going to look like a kind of... That was my question. Is England considered the best? Yeah, I, yeah, I was told England's like one of the top five teams, right? England are, yeah, one of the one of the top five uh, teams in the world and definitely one of the pre-tournament favorites. They were uh, semi-finalists in the World Cup in 2018 and they were finalists in the European Championships uh, two years ago as well. Now, it is true though, by the way. I've Because I watched like some Pulisic clips against US, like mm-hmm. in whatever. It's one thing. It's a different. It's like the kid who's great in high school, and then he goes and plays college, and oh. it's like, oh, kind of just <laughs> one of the it. other guys. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, yeah. In this case, right now, you've watched most. Uh, do you watch the games, or are you just highlights? Yeah, I think I, I think I've seen every every game except two or three. So, any standouts at this point? Any guys like yeah, who, who are, surprised you? Yeah. Well, I, I was um, I was wor- worried about France going into tournament. Now, France, obviously the reigning champions, they won the World Cup in 2018. And going in, they had some questions over the team selection. Who was going to play up front? Was it going to be Olivier Giroud? Was it going to be Karim Benzema? How was Mbappe going to fit into the team? How were the egos all going to be managed? 
And then they had a couple of unlucky injuries. Uh, Benzema got injured and Lucas Hernandez got injured. But the players that came in to replace those kind of cleared up a lot of selection problems. Um, somebody, oh, I'm going to mess this up. Somebody told me, one of our listeners told me that this is called something in the 90s. There was a player for the Knicks who was oh, the best player on the Knicks. Patrick Ewing. When he, yes, Patrick Ewing, yeah. From and when he didn't play, yep. everyone was better. So that's what you're comparing. Theoretically, the best player. That's the same as Karen Benzema for France. And so when Benzema got injured, all of a sudden the team kind of just clicked and uh, they've qualified. They won their two games. They're looking as good or or almost as good as they looked when they won it the last time. And Brazil have looked fantastic. Um, And Spain have been surprising. Spain have scored eight goals in their first two games, seven goals and and one goal. And people were questioning a lot before the tournament if Spain were going to be able to actually score because they have a lot of good players, not a lot of good goal scorers. And they've looked, they've looked great as well. So that game where they scored seven, that was like not a great team, right? That was, that was Costa Rica. But then Costa Rica then went and beat Japan one nil um, in the following game. So, you know, it, yeah, that was, that was was one of the games I watched and I remember because, I didn't think it was even possible to score so many points in a soccer game. And it was the first time I'd ever seen something like that. It was entertaining. Yeah. Sometimes we call it a hockey score. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So then if those are some of the guys that are standing out, any guys that you've seen uh, hobby wise uh, actually be affected by their performance? Uh, yeah. So we saw one of the big rookies going into the tournament from, uh, from, Road to the World Cup Mosaic and World Cup Prism was Cody Gakpo, uh, who's 23 years old. He's kind of older. He's on the older side for a soccer rookie. Um, But he was coming in as kind of one of the flagship rookie cards uh, for this year's World Cup products. And he's got two goals uh, in his first two games with the Netherlands. So he's actually been like a, a hobby success. We built him up. They put him in the products and he has since performed and his, his sales have been very nice. Um, from there, we've started to also see Kylian Mbappe's prices uh, get a bit of a boost because he was on a huge downward spiral for a long time before three the goals. World Cup. Really? Yeah, three goals. Two games. And looking like, looking every bit himself, you know, I think he's up to seven goals maybe in his first nine World Cup games uh, between this competition and the last competition. So wow. that's been very exciting. And Jude Bellingham as well for England, the English midfielder, Jude Bellingham, uh, had an amazing first game against Iran, less so against the USA, but as I said, the USA had a very good game against England, so nobody really performed well for the for the English there. But Jude Bellingham's prices have also remained quite steady, and his sales volume has been really good. So when it comes to like soccer wax right now, obviously Prism Road mm-hmm. to the World Cup is the last thing out. We look today, it's doing like 500 bucks a box, maybe a little bit more in some other retailers. Where are you at with that product in particular? Because it seems like the one most people are interested in right now. Yeah, well, I mean... I don't know if you remember, but pre-tournament, I was very pre-release for that product. I was very kind of hold skeptical off. of yeah, it. Hold off. Um, hold off and let's see where it goes. Yep. And it came out and it dipped and it was, it was flying down for a while. Um, you know, people were saying, uh, saying to, to me, like, I'll give you 350 a box for it. And I was like, no, that's too, it's too low. Um, and it seemed like it was kind of just going to go down and down and down. But then once the World Cup started, we were really surprised because breakers, especially US breakers started to break it at a rapid pace. And that price slowly climbed back up uh, to where it is now, 500. And I don't actually think they made that much Prism Hobby. I thought they were going to print it kind of to the moon and back, but it seems relatively scarce. So I'm pretty confident that 500 price holding at least in the short term. Okay, let me ask you this out of my own selfish interest then. I have two cases of this stuff. I got one at a pretty good price, probably, 
I don't know, two seventy a box or something. Will Alloc- you buy it from him? That's no. what he wants to say. Allocated. <laughs> I got the other one at four hundred a box. Was the rebuy on, on the first chance we had? What if you're yeah. me? So my thought has always been, I want to hold these things until they're six hundred a box. Do you right. think we see a time during this tournament they hit that that price range? I think if if the USA beat Iran and uh, if the USA can beat Iran and get into the knockout stages, that will keep enough American interest in the tournament to maybe get the the prism box price up to maybe five fifty and maybe on a very okay. very good day uh, six hundred. Like I think if the USA get knocked out. It, it'd be hard to keep the American interest uh, beyond just a soccer fan. I do think that is the one way to do it because correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, as these, as teams get knocked out, it's essentially less incentive for people to buy the product because now they know their guy on the team that they wanted is not going to be performing anymore. So you essentially narrow down more and more the, the investable uh, players as the games go on. Yeah, exactly. Like Cody Gakpo, who I was talking about earlier, who plays for uh, the Netherlands, if he's, you know, if he keeps scoring for for Holland and, and they're, they're winning and he's scoring, then trying to pick up his singles is quite expensive because the singles prices are just going to keep rising the more he goes on. And um, so you might find it better to buy a box and just go hunting for his cards. But if the Dutch get knocked out, all of a sudden his singles prices are going to level off or drop. So then you might as well just pick up the singles. There's no need to take the gamble on the box. Um, so you're right. If you're if you're in that frame of mind, it, it's it's a risk. Like for instance, if you think the US are gonna are gonna beat Iran, then don't sell yet. If you're not sure what's gonna happen or you'd like to hedge your bets, you know, you could sell a one case and keep one or whatever. Can you think of another country that can be referred to three times like that? In the same sentence, he just referred to the Netherlands, Holland, and Dutch. It's uncanny. Is that the same country? Yeah, it's all the same thing. Same, Is that the same, same thing? country, yeah. Yeah. The I don't people like that. of the Netherlands are known as <laughs> Oh, you could say the U.S., America, and the States. Wow, that's not yeah, but that's not real. I don't know. That sounds pretty real. What the United States of America? You're just yeah, shortening but, it. But people say it. But, but that's I, what I'm saying. These are three totally, totally unassociated. Names. Oh, I say, I say what you're saying. It's, it's yeah, uncanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's America. That's a different. That's a redneck that's a pronunciation. Do you have rednecks um, in Ireland? Is that a thing? Okay. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I am also curious. Um, so I don't know. It's actually, this isn't a question, Jason. This is something for you, Mike. Have you noticed around here, just in the U.S. alone, the interest level is on the I'm seeing soccer moms wearing, like, United States soccer, like, scarves. Where are you hanging out? There's just soccer Kroger. moms. I went to, just chilling in Kroger. I couldn't help but notice. I was okay. in Kroger. I saw two different soccer moms in there wearing soccer. And, like, one had a beanie. One had, like, the scarf. And it was all, like, in support of the USA team. I just, there's never been a time in my life in Hendersonville, Tennessee, where I live, where I've ever seen that. So, I, I do know, find 2018 that, was pretty big. You the think, reason I say that, we were walking remember? through the mall at Opryland. Uh-huh. And a bar erupted. And I was like, dude, it's, like, 2 o'clock on a Thursday and I come from a family that would do that, but I'm just like, what is happening at the bar right now? And sure enough, it was the Soccer U.S. Soccer game. game? Okay. Um, all right. So the next question up for you, hot products other than uh, the road to the World Cup, anything else that you would say is investable right now? Anything uh, good in price? Um, I think basically a lot, of the, a lot of the eyes are on the World Cup products. So if you wanted to pick up something like, um, something like a Topps Chrome or you wanted to pick up... Uh, you know, a mosaic box or something like that. There's a lot of stuff where uh, the online stores and the hobby shops are cutting down prices on stuff like Topps Chrome, Stadium Club, Chrome, which I like, um, that kind of thing. 
because they're just trying to move them because all the interest is in the World Cup. So if you have been kind of thinking of buying a soccer hobby box, mm-hmm. maybe a Sapphire or maybe a Topps Chrome, um, now would be the time to do it. We were oh, in okay. uh, we were in Munich recently for a show and we had a box of 2019-20 uh, UEFA Sapphire, which has Erling Haaland's uh, rookies, uh, some of Erling Haaland's rookies in there. And because he's not at the World Cup, if you wanted to buy a box of something with that could have Haaland in it, this is a good time to buy because this is one of the only times people aren't watching him in the Premier League or the Champions League because he's not at the World Cup. Um, so if you wanted to pick up some 2019-20 stuff, that'd be good. Or just you're kind of running the mill, uh, Topps Chrome or Sapphire. If you haven't bought a soccer box before, you don't want to go straight from nothing into World Cup Prism because it's $500. Um, now would be a good time to dip your toe in uh, with a Topps Chrome box or something like that. I have one I like more that. box of Mosaic. Oh, do you? Yeah, I found a random box of Mosaic, and I found a bunch of Mosaic baseball choice, which I don't care for that product much. But I have one more box of Mosaic from this year. I still have my 2021 Sapphire box that I got. Um, Is that up since you bought it or no? uh, It was up, but now I think it's a little down. Um, Hey, do you do this full-time now? Are you just like soccer cards full-time, like podcasts? Do you have a real job still? No. We're full-time. How long have you been full-time? in March. Oh, March. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, kind of a, a curve here. The new release coming out this week is Tops Formula One. Anything yeah. you have to say about that product? It's pretty expensive. I'm just curious what your thoughts are, just because we don't have a lot of knowledge. Uh, yeah, I mean, you may remember 2020 Formula One, the first time we had <laughs> Tops products for Formula One. We had Chrome and Sapphire yeah. and Dynasty, and it went just you know, stratospheric. It was just unbelievable how where the prices went. Because of that, in 2021, um, they priced it all quite high. And those prices have not been maintained. Those retail prices have not been maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, you have the same problem you had last year, which is there's not a huge turnover of rookies in in F1. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to say. I did hear Oh, I take next back year, my expensive comment, by the way. I thought I was looking at the price per box. That was the price per case. It's $1,700 a case. It's actually only 150 a box. That's actually not as bad as what I was thinking. If you wanted to open a box of of, of um, Formula One, you, you could do worse. But 2023, we're going to have an American on the grid. Uh, Logan Sargent uh, is transitioning from, I think, IndyCar in, or F2. I can't remember from some other racing division into F1. Okay. Uh, but he's going to be driving for Williams. Uh, so we're going to have an American in F1. So I think 2023 F1 products will have a reason to buy them just for that kind of hype. And um, But 2022, I don't think they're going to fly off the shelves. I don't think the price is going to go crazy anytime soon. Okay. So feel free to wait and, and pick it up in a couple of weeks hey, if did, you need to. Did you see that Lewis Hamilton, the PSA 9? Uh, I think it's, I think it just went off a of golden. It's from like, two, it's from years ago though. It was kind of his rookie. Oh, the F1 grid, uh, not grid, uh, Futera Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. So that card had sold for $200,000, I think, this year in 2022. Uh, and it just sold last week or the week before for thirty five. Oh, yeah. Is that So is that just a market there? Like, hey, it's just correcting crazy hard? Or, or is there something about that card that's changes well? Or that driver? A combination of all three, I think. I mean, you never know when you find something like that, when, it, when you grade it. You never know how many are out there. Um, so obviously when something sells for, what did it sell for? $270,000? dollars like 200000 yeah. the first time, yeah. Right, yeah. So when something like that sells, everybody who even thinks they might have one or might know someone that has them goes and hunts for it and then the pop goes up. Um, so that can obviously happen. I think it's also a case of first to market. 
I mean, how many collectors are going to pay that much for it? So if you're first to market, you get the most eccentric collectors who just need it and need it now. And they'll pay a premium for that because they have it first. Um, and then also Lewis Hamilton has just for the first time in years and years gone a whole season without winning a race. Um, so his prices are not what they were at the start of the season. Okay. Um, before we go over to mailbag, I did have one more question. How many drivers, and maybe you don't know off the top of your head. 14. How are there 14 drivers in the sport? How many, how many drivers 20. are there? There's oh, 20. That was close. So yeah. my thinking about product each year is like, how many rookies are you really even going to have? That's what you're saying. It's rookie, like, no rookie turnovers. That's, yeah, they, that's yeah. exactly it. So, which makes that, I feel like that makes this product specifically a hard one. That's why next year, though, the U.S. kid is a rookie. So that will Okay, could, we get a that nice one could mix this in. Okay. okay. It's a mailbag. We got a bunch mailbag. of people. People get excited about you now. They're like, dude, that TV star. The guy on TV. The TV kid. <laughs> he big time. Jesse, when he came on, Jesse had to yell at him. You did yell. Right. That's two weeks in a row. We cut it last week, Jason, which is a shame. He yelled at the guest last week. Wait, I did? Dude, you lost your patience bad, but they cleaned it up. I don't I blame no, you. No, no, stop hey, hey, that on, let me ask right you. there. Did I you, did not yell at that guest. Did you All listen I, to the podcast last oh week, God. Jason? Did you ever He's listen to the liar. show? He's a liar. Sometimes I do, but I didn't listen to He does okay, not, no. Never mind. <laughs> I did not yell. Uh, by the way, that was a joke. Here's your soccer question, sir. Um, so Brian Bulaga founds... Seen a lot of soccer product on sales, such as 2021, 22 Mosaic, Chronicles, Tops and Tops Chrome, Bundesliga, etc. But are these cheap rips worth it? Is there anything that the Soccer Card United guys saw that would be a good deal? Anything out of that that you feel would be better? Yeah, I, I just think stay stay away from Bundesliga. Um, Tops Bundesliga stuff is like I was so as I said, we were just in Germany for a show. And we, we had lots of Bundesliga stuff that we couldn't sell on our, on our website for, for the longest time. So we said, right, put it all in the suitcase. We're taking it to Germany and we're going to see, can we sell it in Germany? And it sold. It sold in Germany, which made sense. That was like a nice kind of bit of validation that they're all German teams. These are the German people. They're going to buy the cards of the Germans. Perfect. Other than that, if you're not German, if you don't support like Mainz or Borussia Mönchengladbach or somebody like that. Oh yeah, he's There's good. not a lot of value in the <laughs> in the Bundesliga. And also the Champions League products are getting to a place where they're not that expensive. It used to be like you couldn't necessarily afford the Champions League products so you went with Bundesliga because you wanted the top box of soccer. But just stay, stick to the Champions League unless you're a fan of a German team. That's my advice. I think that's what the box I have is. I'm looking on Blowout. I have the 21-22 Mosaic Road to FIFA. Mosa. Road to the World Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll to the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, okay. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, Johnny Watt wants to know how big was a draw with England, and can we officially call it soccer now? Um, a draw with England was a very, very good result. I think England have a very conservative manager um, who wasn't really too concerned as to whether or not they won. He just wanted them to keep a clean sheet. But I think for morale and for momentum, the States put in a really, really good performance and kind of like showed everyone what they were made of. And in terms of calling it soccer. Um, feel free to call it soccer. I call it soccer a lot in Ireland. We call, most people call it soccer in places that aren't Dublin. Um, so yeah, it could be soccer. Okay, I might go to Dublin when I'm in England too. <laughs> Brag about it. Um, I, I apologize because I am going to butcher every name that I'm about to read. Just go first so, names. No, I won't ever do that, Mike, and you know that. So Mark <laughs> Anton Lefebvre, he wants to know how does Jason feel about Olivier Giroud as an investment. Sure. Does him tying Thierry Henry, uh, his record for most goals in a national team selection, 
and beating it bring an upside to his card? How painful was that question? Do any of those That's names? That's the kids from France. Thierry and Henry? I know him from the kid, the Olivian. There's no N in this. The Olivian guy is the guy who just said was out this year. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, so that was uh, a question about Olivier Giroud and Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry Nailed it. Um, was France's men's national team top scorer for, for years, record holder. Uh, Thierry Henry is on TV in the States a lot because he's part of CBS's UEFA Champions League coverage. So he's uh, quite famous all over the world, played for Arsenal for years as well. Um, and Olivier Giroud uh, is just either just broke or is about to break the record for the men's national team for France. Um, Olivier Giroud is not a player that I would ever, whose prices I would ever see getting that big. And um, like when he was 22 years old, he was still playing in the third tier, in the third division of, of French soccer and has had a kind of a wonderful career and gone on to do amazing things, including win the World Cup and all that stuff. Um, but you would really be relying on a very, very strong French uh, collector community emerging um, in soccer. I don't think you're ever going to get worldwide appeal for Olivier Giroud. He's more of a cult hero okay. and maybe a kind of a national hero in France, but I just never see the money being there for him. All right. I think we have two more questions for you then. Uh, Greg Meisner wants to know, did Mr. M show up in Munich looking for his Davies boxes? Yeah, what is this? Can you explain you that? Inside Does that make jokes sense? with our audience? Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for the inside joke. Thank Greg you. should know better than to come over to your show and start making inside jokes. Dang it, Greg. Um, but uh, no, he did not. Okay, next, ask the answer. <laughs> okay, uh, last one. Mike Geller wants to know, thoughts on the 1979 uh, Venorlandis Pele card as a short-term flip? Uh, as a short-term flip, unless you know something about Pele's health status, I don't know if he's a good no, short-term flip right now. Okay, there's You'd no have to reason wait for him basically to, to die. Okay. <laughs> you can say it, it's okay. <laughs> wow. Man, it's this guy taste, but it's true. This guy's Hollywood hey, now. I, I got to ask this last question by Michael, just because I've never seen this. The 1938 Koenig foosball set. Any other vintage sets I can target? I never even heard of that. Um, I tell you what, I'm not a huge guy on, on vintage, so I'm not going to get involved there. That's okay. Okay. How about chips or crisps? Last question. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I say crisps. That's fries though, right? Like fish and French, crisps? French fries. No, wait, I no, 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 sorry. I am. Um, Chips, so so French fries. I call I call French fries chips, and I call I call potato chips crisps. crisps. Mike, you need to know all of this before you go over there. Oh, I trust me. I'm, <laughs> I'm even going to learn the language before I go. I'm excited. All right, Jason, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything else useful to say. As good. always, a pleasure. Yeah, yep. tell all good, Enzo we said hi. Yep, tell the little fellow we said hey. <laughs> okay, bye guys. See ya. Bye. All right, so there you go. That was Jason Flynn from Sock Cards United talking about most things we don't understand, a couple things that we do. So I always boom, enjoy him. Roasted. Again, Next. that shut up was just the, out of a fun silliness. You looked at me like I just insulted the man. I think he got that. Like, we have a playful attitude. You, you scared me. I got I a little was, frightened. Okay, here's, I'm going to tease the next segment. We got a couple kids coming on. Don't yell shut up at them. <laughs> okay. Immediately yell We're going at the back children. to New York, bleaker trading. Okay. Let's see what they have to say. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, 
all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, so here you go. We teased it. Jesse has already promised he's not going to yell at kids because he already yelled at an Irishman for, for no reason. It was fun. So Silly. we've got, we're, at, we're live at Bleecker Trading in New York. We've got the AA podcast guys, Asher and Andrew. That's not it. Asher, I already forgot your names, man. No, Asher, Asher. Asher, Asher, Andrew. Asher, Andrew, okay. So guys, you, what are you guys doing at Bleecker Trade Night? What's going on up there in New York? Um, we're uh, hosting uh, Kids Trade Nights here in Bleecker. Kids Trade Nights, that's awesome. How old are you guys? Uh, he's 12 and I'm 13. Wow. Both have better hair than me, I've noticed. You know I what met I was doing at 12 and 13? Not making money or having fun. I was in a closet, it's I think. A lot of things you weren't. <laughs> Since you, nope, never mind. Uh, when is the trade show? When are you guys having this? Date, time, what's all, what's all the info? So our next one is Saturday, December 3rd at Bleecker from 2 to 5 p.m. Oh, that's this week. Free stuff. Well, lots of kids. Anyways. We'll have pizza and uh, we'll... And drink for everybody. Nice. So, are you guys the ones organizing this? I know Mark and Jess are helping, but like, what what is the point? Like, you guys just want to get more kids in the hobby. Is that the goal? Yeah, I think that's our uh, really our big goal. But yeah, we reached out to uh, Bleaker. Uh, we sent them an email, and they thought it was a cool idea. So we set up a couple of meetings, and we uh, just set up the trade night. We had some ideas. They had some ideas, and luckily, uh, Panini reached out to the last one and came in big time for the sponsor. I think for the next one, we're gonna have a lot of sponsors too. Wow. Nice. What is it, do you guys have one planned after the Saturday? Do you have another one already lined up? Not yet. We hope to have another one. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Next one, let us know because we want to. I'll send up a box or two. We'll send some stuff. Did you guys rip with me when I was in New York? I don't remember. Yeah. We opened some WWE things, some soccer stuff. Were you guys out at the table outside yeah. under the cover? Oh, okay. That one little dude pulled the one on one UFC card and sold it for like 100 bucks. He was a little kid, too. I remember that. I should have taken that card. Yeah, I don't even know who that was. (laughs) Uh, How long have you guys been doing this, by the way? I'm just curious. Our first one was uh, back in October. So uh, I've been collecting for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. Cool. Very nice. Well, that's awesome, guys. Hey, we're wishing uh, the best to you. Really want to know more as you guys do uh, more shows. So if you're going to be in New York, where what's the location? Uh, Jess, can you give us the address so guys can stop by if they're in the New York area? 
Of course. It's uh, 96 Christopher Street. So we have, you know, Leaker here and then we have Cards and Coffee next door. And cool. come on by. It's weekend 2 to 5 on Saturday, December 3rd. Fun story for you. I have a nephew named Asher. Wow. That was fun. There you go. You don't meet a lot of people <laughs> named Asher. I now know two. His mom's actually in the other room right now. Right, take him. How fun. Jesse. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us for a minute, man. We'll be sure to promote it. And yeah, we'll kick in some next time. We'd like to help sponsor and, and hang out with you guys next time, all right? Awesome. Yeah, and you, you can all find us on Instagram at AA underscore sports cards. AA underscore sports cards. There you go. We better get a shout out in there, or I swear to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Guys, thanks for chilling for a minute. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you later, okay? Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. See you, Bye. fellas. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So there you go. The double A. Audio was okay. That's our fault. I should have just had him call in. But uh, I met these two dudes, uh, Andrew and Asher, up in New York last time. It was actually, that was my favorite part of the whole Bleaker trade night last time. Was there was a bunch of kids. And like you said, like you weren't doing anything to make money. I wasn't that knowledgeable at anything when I was 12. No. Like I, those kids were they like. They said they set meetings for goodness sakes. If I was in a meeting, I'd throw up. I can't get you to do that now. <laughs> okay, bro. Anyways, take it easy. Yeah, very cool. I, I like to actually get like some kids involved in the hobby. It's cool. It's good yeah. to see. Um, what do you want to do? Like mailbag? Do something yeah, else? we got a few mailbags we can throw out. Let's go um, straight to mailbag and we can get out of here. All right. It actually is a pretty big release week, but it's almost all on Friday. So we'll hit a Thursday show. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what I did want to comment about? Okay. Just real quick. Yeah, I didn't say mailbag, so I you can. Honestly, you're still fine. open. I listened to last. Did you listen to last episode? I listened to some of it with you, in fact. I liked it. I will say. Here we go. Oh, I know where this I'm is going. I'm not burning any bridges. Why? No, no, no. I'm not going to burn bridges. But I, I, I didn't, ex- I guess I didn't see it at the time. Some of the reaction is justified. I like the Eric kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You cannot come on a podcast and just do a monologue. It's a bit tough. And I guess I just kind of let it slide because it was later in the show. Mm-hmm. But there was a comparison made to like, you know, my knowledge of this and this. I am the one who should be. I'll be honest with you. I am a little bit down on Eric after listening back to that show. Hey, Eric, we look forward to doing more collabs. No, I don't think we do. I mean, <laughs> that's not true. He's probably a good. I would say a little. Yeah, I, I listened back and I was just like, man, is it was it that rough? Because it was quite a bit of a reaction on our socials. And I think that's why I think it was somewhat justified. I would have him back still, but yeah, I think we'd have to tweak a little bit there. You don't have to be uncomfortable. It's okay. No, no, no. I have, I have no additional comments to make. I, you, you know, you know how air. I feel. Off you know how said I a feel. Lot of terrible things. I think. I, whoa, whoa, terrible. Why am I being such? I'm being maligned here. You're this is great. not all right. Mailbag. Nathan, I just want Tur- to address it though. We got a little criticism Nathan last time. Nathan Turvey. It was I fair. Okay, yeah, I'm shutting my laptop. No Go. Did the Eagles make a clear statement after the last night, after last night's game? As far as. No, they didn't make any clear statement. You barely beat a Green Bay team that lost its starting quarterback. And you had multiple double digit leads. They played well. They got a win. It's not by any means a statement, though. No. Nathan Turvey. Jalen Hurts, though, is a star and is going to win the MVP. I'm Next. going to apologize to Joshua Richards and apparently also Nathan Turvey. He could uh, dogpiled on here. Apparently I've been pronouncing it Yu-Gi-Oh and it's Yu-Gi-Oh. That's my bad, bro. Who cares? Well, some people care. There are other You're listeners. You're not going to ask a Yu-Gi-Oh question, are you? Uh, to you? I would never ask you a Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> but I do apologize. Uh, we are going. Oh, our boy King Griffin's back. Buy, sell, hold. Jordan Love, Trey Lance, Herbert. That's a good one, actually. That is a good one. Okay, what are the rules? Do I have to pick one of each, or do I just give you my opinion of the three and pick one of those three options? 
Um, I think we usually do a buy, sell, hold for each person, but you can do it however you'd like. Okay, so Jordan Love, I would buy right now. No, wrong. He's high. We talked about We already said earlier in the show. And I said earlier, I think I would buy him because he's a quarterback who's going to put up some big numbers and he's going to start consecutive weeks in a row. I still think there's time to buy and flip Jordan Love right now. Justin Herbert, I'm just holding. He's expensive. I think that team's going to the playoffs, but I'm not positive, so I would just hold him. Who's the other one? Trey Lance. Uh, nothing. You literally, well, if you have him, you hold him and then you buy him heavy in the off season. Trey Lance is pretty low right now though. Yeah, wait till the off season. You think he goes even lower than that? I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Right. And I, I think that team, like I said earlier, I think that team is awesome. Give him a quarterback. Do you think people are going to reach early and they're going to start buying him and his price will go up? Well, he's been out of the game since like what, September or something. And his pricing has stayed the same as far as since that time. So I don't know if it goes any lower just because of the off season. Cause I mean, Technically, for him, this is the offseason. I think so. it'll go lower. Okay. That's my thought. So I would say hold if you have him, buy him in the offseason if you want to. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael Provost, what is the logic behind eBay's authentication? He says that four weeks ago, he bought a $50 card that had already been graded and authenticated by SGC, and it was never, it was just delivered today. So basically, it took four weeks to get him a card that he feels like was already authenticated is a wonderful sponsor of our show here on Spotify. (laughs) That explains that authentication. I I can't stand it. What a stupid process. I had to wait like two and a half weeks for my Dak Prescott card. Remember when they first came out, I think they were really pushing it because it only took a few days, but now it's like, all right, we can back off. Just I'm fine with it with raw stuff. If a card is graded, like what is the issue? Yes, that, I don't know. I have some issues with it, but again, I think they're a phenomenal sponsor. I think everybody <laughs> loves eBay. So, eBay, keep going. Never talked to us, by the way. No. eBay has never spoken to us. Well, why would they? We've got people for that, right? I've never met those people, but we BJ met eBay Kroger once. didn't go well. Okay, good. <laughs> we don't talk about that. BJ Kroger wants to know mailbag tops release. <laughs> wait, wait, he wait, put wait. mailbag in there, so I have to say that mailbag colon. I I'm now reading say- punctuation as well. Tops released this artistic take on 1952 Tops. It's not crazy expensive or anything. Sucks. Worth ripping, holding. Thoughts on these art cards? I think. Both. Did you actually see them yet? Yeah, it's off the 1952. I think it's cool. It's okay. cheap. I mean, yeah, rip it, hold it, whatever you want to do. I, hard to it's go only wrong. Forty dollars a box. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I don't think you can lose for forty bucks. Um, I don't like him anymore as a person for putting mailbag in there. <laughs> I thought you were talking to text for a minute. I don't know what was happening. Um, mailbag. Jesse, comma, period. Okay, next. <laughs> Uh, let's say, oh, J.R. Garcia wants to know for Mike, how do you transact outside of eBay for cards under 500 cards, 500 to a 2000 cards over 5,000. And transact that point, what do you mean? Like PayPal mail in person. Oh, I mean, in person, anytime you can is awesome. He said, you, I think you mentioned a third party escrow type service as well. I want to plug this. Yeah, I know. Does I can't he, believe you read this question. I well, I didn't know if he has some kind of like ownership in this in this company. Go ahead. Fine. No, Go ahead. He, he does not. I mean, yeah. Tra- so, so re- the real answer to the question in general, I just use PayPal goods and services because then the buyer and seller are covered. Or, and again, this is a this is a spoiled answer, right? Most people will send me gift or Venmo or Cash App or Zelle because they know me and they know I'm going to take care of them. But let's just say two people out of the blue in a vacuum. Uh, player A wants to make a trade with player B. Yeah, a trade is super complicated. If you're strictly selling, I would say just sell where there's some sort of a recourse. Venmo even offers good services now um, where you can actually, there's some recourse if they don't send. PayPal goods and services. Um, Cash App, I don't think has that, and Zelle for sure doesn't have that. So just be selective about the form of payment you would take. 
And then, yes, real briefly to the trade safe thing. That's the company I bought into. They are literally a middleman service. You send them your cards. They ship them to each other, you know, to the other people. Um, I mean, yeah, if you can use a middleman on a trade, I mean, absolutely. There's, you're going to spend a couple extra dollars in shipping, but who cares? Yeah, I think it's a great idea for trading. Absolutely. That is your mailbag. We actually hit the majority of them with Jason, so. Okay. Um, we got a big release day on Friday, like I said. Absolute football, I know, is coming out. Stadium club baseball, flawless collegiate football. So we'll do kind of a, a, a decent size on Thursday. Do we have any guests Thursday or no? Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought we had, uh, oh, that was last week. He was sick. Um, Don't say his name on here again, please. <laughs> okay, so there you go. So we'll be back. Card letter. Um, Last little plug. Again, we've read it already, but 96 Christopher Street, December 3rd. So that's this Saturday, 2 to 5 Eastern time because you'll be in New York. Um, if you have kids, take them down there. Yeah, check it out. Kids trade night at Bleecker. It's pretty cool. Actually, it's pretty adults, awesome. don't show up. It's weird. Well, they put us on the sponsor list. That's pretty cool. So you got right. Cards and Coffee, which is attached. Panini, I know, sent up some wax. Uh, Sports Cards Nonsense. Beckett. A whole bunch of ones. Stand-up display. Slab Strong, our boy Tim. It's hard not to support kids. Oh, I say no to kids. <laughs> Can I free card? No, absolutely not. No, that's I'm, I, I like to see kids actually take an interest in the hobby in more than just, I want to go out and PC my own cards. It's like, Hey, I want to set up a trade night and they're making content around. It. I think it's pretty cool. The fact that they're not there just to sell a product or something is cool. I like it. All right. So there you go. Sports cards, nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network. Uh, I don't think we have anything else big coming up. No, I don't think so. We do yeah. need to rip some free wax on Instagram this week. We get some Ooh. stuff from Panini. We need to set something up. So I want to reach out to Tops and see if there's any news about that Tops Panini thing. I grant, granted they wouldn't tell us, but there's what been other Topps people Panini? talking You're about, about it. Fanatics Panini. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, Fanatics oh, Panini. Yeah, thing. let me tell you the news there. There's still no news, just like we said months ago. I know people are making all this content about the news. Like, what are we doing? Nothing is happening, and I can tell you this: nobody has real sources about this I'll at tell you, all. We would probably it's totally know. made up. We haven't heard anything. Oh my goodness. It's such, it's happening. The sale's coming. Everything's happening. November 1st, October 1st. Oh, you know what? Maybe nothing's happening. Dude, nothing is happening. Find some, people need to find something real to speak about. It is pretty ridiculous. I'm so I'm gonna, glad I mentioned it right before we end the gonna show. I'm going to stop now because otherwise I'm going to take, start taking shots at people here. But I would just say this, the amount of laughable content in the card world right now is big. And I like absolute garbage like nonsense content. That's laughable. He's great. Lameen's the man. <laughs> It, it, it is becoming irritating to me, the type of crap people invest time in watching and listening to. That's it. I usually get specific. I'm not going to hear because I don't want to crap on people. But it's kind of a joke lately, the stuff that is getting publicized and promoted like it's some sort of hobby news. What are we talking about? Ugh. I already, said, I already said who we work for. <laughs> Spotify, The Ringer, all phenomenal. I was in a good mood until now. Do we just have a target on our backs? I will be back on Thursday and Jesse will be here as well because he runs the show. Hit the button. Goodbye. Goodbye.